0: We know you as the way maker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper, our light in the darkness. And we call upon you to be the almighty God in every situation, circumstance and complication that we face today. In the name of Jesus. Now say this with me. Heavenly Father, your word says, if I lack wisdom, I should ask you in faith. Without wavering, and that you would give it liberally without fault finding. I ask now for that wisdom, and I believe that I receive it. And I say with my Lord Jesus that I must be about my Father's business. Thank you for giving me your insight into my kingdom success. In Jesus' name, I pray expecting, amen. Now say this with me, I am a believer of the word of God. I am an epistle of the spirit of God. I am a disciple of my man of God. I am a finder of the destiny path of God for my life. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just want to acknowledge those of you that are joining us online. Hallelujah. We're so glad that you are here with us. Um, We're going to continue on in our series. We come into the tail end of our engaging increase through intercessory prayer. But we are praying for you. We are praying for the things that we are believing that God's going to do in this region. And uh, so that specifically got you in mind wherever you are. Uh, We are believing that this word is going to touch you and that God's going to reach us, stretch us out and allow us to reach to you and even beyond you as you help us to spread the doctrine of destiny to the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. All right. So engaging increase, engaging increase through intercessory prayer is our topic for today. Um, Again, we are coming to the tail end of this. I see about another two to three more times uh, of this, but I'm praying that uh, your prayer time is energized, that you have some specific insights about prayer and about the power of it in the midst of your situation, that there is this divine partnership that, uh, um, you know, even though God knows what you, you need, he still requires you to ask him um and uh even though it 's according to his will, um we still got to ask now we have this confidence that if we ask for what he wants, not just what we want, then he hears us, but we still got to be the ones that 's doing the asking all right, and so that 's what we 're talking about today and and now, in this series, and this is a lot of review for those that were here last week um So y'all still be excited, okay? Y'all still be excited. Um, But uh, now we're getting beyond cars, cash, and cribs and my crew. We're getting to the point where we're starting to pray for our region and the things that affect the things around us. That God wants to raise up a, a, a body of believers who is more than concerned about well, as long as I got mine, peace. But it's concerned about situations around them. Number one, objectives. Number one, to illuminate the authority of the believer and the power of partnership with the Heavenly Father through prayer. We've done this. These are objectives for the series. So some of these we've already covered. Two, to identify ranks, regions, realms, and regimens of prayer that bring God's will to pass in the earth. And now we're talking about regions and ranks, Right. We, we, we really want to understand how prayer can impact a region around us, all right three to invoke the willingness wisdom, the wisdom, willingness, and work ethic to prevail and prevail in warfare prayer that overcomes darkness with the kingdom of light and we 'll we'll give you a, a framework um, for warfare prayer that there is a prayer. You know, there's a time when it's just God, oh, man, man, we love you and all of that. And then there's some time where we tell the devil to cease and desist. And so both of those things are necessary. If it wasn't necessary, it wouldn't be in the Bible. If it wasn't necessary, Jesus wouldn't have done it, right? But there is a time um, when we have to address the person that's trying to take stuff from us. And then four, to invite Destiny Generation Church into the birthing position as we intercede for God to move on our region with revival. And that's really that's really what we're walking into today is that the warfare prayer and the intercession that we're doing, the purpose of it is because we want God to do something significant in this region. And um, as a... Uh, Bishop Paul Moore and said, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. I just want to put my points on the board. I ain't got to be everything to everybody. I just want to do my part to help God's work go on in my generation. Amen. All right. So um, Ezekiel 22 and 30. So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. Now we're talking about God seeking someone from among them to intercede for that whole region, for that land, all right? So because he didn't find someone in that region, the people had to go on and experience the consequence of their own error because there was nobody to intercede to hold back the judgment. And so when we began to think, not just, you know, praying about your household, when you start to think regionally, you have to think about righteousness and then sin on a regional basis. Is that biblical? Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. So then there are sometimes it's just personal private sin. You know, you just doing bad stuff at home. Stop that. Okay. You needed to hear that. Your pastor told you, stop it. Whatever the Holy Ghost is bringing up in your mind, stop it. But then we're going to reach beyond that. And then we begin to deal with regional issues. Because and Gomorrah was a regional issue. They had a lifestyle of sin within that region that got brought God's judgment on that whole region. We have a region where we have institutionalized di, um, discord going all the way back to the sit-down strikes. We don't trust each other. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. I ain't telling you to give up your union card. I'm just telling you. There's some spiritual issues about how we trust or distrust each other that roots its way through every fabric in our society. It brings itself in the church. It goes at home. It deals. It moves in government. When we begin to think about these things and we are talking about standing in the gap for the land, we can't just be thinking about, well, I live right. We got to be able to see beyond us and say what is the thing that drives how Satan is moving and doing his work in our area. All right. Second scripture, Ephesians two, four through six. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Of course, we gave this story a few weeks back about how um, Megan married Harry, the prince, and how she got a seat of authority over a kingdom. But it was tied to who she married. If she divorced him, she'd leave the authority behind. Okay? So you have, because you have married Christ, you have been made alive, raised up, and made to sit together with him on a seat of authority. But that's only tied to who you marry. When you let him go, your authority go. Okay? You have the power of attorney to use his name, but it's his name. If you let him go, it all goes with him. All right. Then Matthew uh, 4, 13 through 16. This is uh, the passage of scripture that we really opened up for the first time last last week, and it talks about Jesus and leaving Nazareth. Nazareth was the place where where Jesus really spent most of his time. Remember, he was born in Bethlehem. He went down to Egypt. But when his parents brought him back, when they immigrated back, when they immigrated back into the country, there was no wall of separation. And, um, <laughs> and the parents and the child all together went down to Nazareth, didn't they? All right. Just thought y'all might want to know that. Somebody was telling me uh I saw online where you know those Facebook preachers, you know them, ain't got no Bible no revelation, but they just um they preach it on Facebook. Um somebody said that uh you know uh heaven has a wall and strict immigration policies. I was like touche. Okay. I said and I hadn't done it yet, but I will. I'm on. I'm on I got to go back out and call that one out. I got to call that one out. I got to. I hate when people talk about my father and then don't. If you're going to tell it, you tell the whole truth. Okay. All right. Um, but the immigration process is very simple and easy. God is no respecter of persons, but from every nation, everybody that fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. Oh, we have a statue of liberty, it's a cross. It says, bring anybody, all that believe on the name of Jesus, whosoever will let him come. Come on, don't tell half the story and don't tell the rest of it. All right. Sorry, that was, that was free. That wasn't in my notes. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled. Which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. So there are regions that are known for darkness. Jesus came from a place that was known for darkness. They said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? They said, check the record. Ain't no no prophet ever came from there. Not only did he come from there, but the people from there didn't receive him because he said a prophet is not without honor except in his own country. Okay? Prophet is not without honor except in his own country. All right? But in a region like that, the thing that produced transformation is the light that raised was raised up. This is the reason, this is the reason why our vision is to raise up a lighter spiritual, social, and economic empowerment that brings transformation. That's why that vision, that's why we can have something. That sounds, it almost sounds audacious. Like, y'all can bring transformation? Yeah. As he is, so where are we in this world? He told us to let our light shine, men see our good works. Right. We are children of the light, walk in the light as, as he is in the light, as he is in the light. Since he don't have a little light, I don't have a little light neither. I know you've been singing this little light of mine. You don't have a little light if you walk in the light as he is in the light. Because you can't. Can you imagine Jesus singing this little light of mine? The people who sat in darkness, this scripture says, saw a great light. There was no little light. Come on. If we walk in the light as he is in the light. And so we believe that there is a power within us to deal with darkness through this thing called light. And that there is in this region principalities that that personify death. Death was described here as a person. that's, That's also scripture, isn't it? The last enemy that shall be defeated is death. So those that sat in a shadow and a region ruled by a spiritual demon that produced death, in that region light can come on. All right. Ephesians six ten through twenty. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith that you may, that you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me, the spiritual leader and for me, the spiritual leader and For me, the spiritual leader, just in case y'all didn't know, y'all need to pray for y'all pastor. That utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. All right? So we had these prophetic impressions. I'm just going to go to the fourth one on our list of prophetic impressions, that prayers of intercession— And spiritual warfare will be necessary to reap the harvest of souls. Prayers of intercession. God, I'm asking you to send souls. Spiritual warfare. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. All right? If my parents gave me lunch money, but on the way to school, somebody keeps stealing it, it's not because my parents didn't give me money. At some point in time, I got to deal with the bully. Any of y'all had them parents that say, "You better whoop them before I whoop you." Anybody had them kind of? Yeah, any of y'all had them kind of told you, "If you don't take care of this, I'm gonna take care of you," and you decided that you was gonna take care of them. <laughs> At some point in time, you got to deal with the enemy that's been causing interference. Daniel prayed for 21 days, and he says, on the first day you prayed, it was heard. But then as the angel came to present an answer, there were spirits that was over regions that hindered the answer from coming. So that's why we have to understand that both intercession and warfare are necessary if we're going to deal with the thing that God wants in our lives. Now, listen, we're doing this as a church, but you should be doing this over your business. Don't just send your kids to school. <laughs> you better bind and loose and listen. If a spirit of death in at University of Michigan, no, you may not. You you know, bullets can fly all the mother places. But there's one person down there that I'm praying for, she covered. Does that work? It worked for Abraham with his nephew lot. Does it work? It's in your Bible. Of course it does work. Yeah. So when I can't call, I can send my prayer. I can send my prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can send my prayers. All right. Um so we said that we must earnestly contend for souls to be brought to the faith withstand the onslaught of wickedness in our day as you call your loved ones out before God he will move on their lives we've given you some definitions about prayer that it is intentional communication with God giving and receiving directives offering petitions expressing adoration verbalizing contrition and commitment acknowledging thanksgiving and interceding for others now when we think about regional prayers Then when we talk about acknowledging contrition, we don't just repent from our personal sins. Nehemiah and Daniel, when they wanted God to move in their region, they said, Lord, we have sinned, even though they was personally righteous. Lord, there was a time when the city that I was born in was rolling in money. And when we was rolling in money, sometimes GM became God, not God. Yeah. So if I'm going to deal regionally, then I got to really deal with what's happening in my region. Right? Because my intercession, I'm, I'm saying, God, these things are bigger than me. We've developed... A culture that is that that disrespects life. So I have to I have to pray about that and intercede about that. Repent as if it was mine. That's what Jesus does for us, didn't He? He that knew no sin became sin with my sin. He took it on Himself as if it was His. That's why he can ever live, to intercede for us. So when we think about intercession, we're going to start praying. Now, this is not just for your kids now. I I want your kids to be saved. Listen, I know I want mine. So I'm not telling you not to pray for your kids. Don't hear what I didn't say. What I'm telling you is some people, once they kids is covered, we can move on to the next thing. Cause we, we forgot everybody else. Cause I, <laughs> we good, right? I'm just telling you, we're, we're taking this thing of prayer. To pray for our region really all of this stuff that I walked you up about you having dominion and God walking with man and calling on the name of the Lord was to get you to the point where we could pray and get things to happen in our region this is the reason we did this whole series but I took these three months to build you into it because I just didn't want you to be like okay we need to pray for folks yeah 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 no it's deeper than that okay all right. Now let's talk about an intercessor. An intercessor is one who goes to God on behalf of another, fueled with the compassion of Jesus, or one who confronts demonic encroachments on behalf of another. Encroachment. And in football, we talk about okay, encroachment, offsides. He crossed the line. There was a line. He shouldn't have been on this side. He was. He should have been on the other side, but he got on the inside. So you have to confront demonic encroachments. If Adam had a dealt with this serpent slithering in his garden when he should have been out in the field, everything else would have been a whole lot different today. All right? So you have to, when you see situations, don't just let it ride. You got to deal with it. Intercession is going to the one who has the answer on behalf of the one who has the problem. All right. So our first scripture there was uh, Matthew 4, 13 through 16. Four key points from Matthew 4, 13 through 16. This passage quotes, a scripture quotes a prophecy from Isaiah 9, 1 and 2. It talked about the place where Jesus lived and birth his national ministry, which would eventually spark his international ministry. The characteristic of this region was that it was known for having great spiritual darkness and being in the shadow and region of death. The critical thing that birthed the massive revival is the great light that sprang up and was seen in the area as Jesus preached and ministered. Oh God, please let great light be associated with destiny generation church as we preach and minister, let light be known for us. Let us be known as a place where people get insight and ideas. Let, let people get ideas. Let them see spiritually because if you're in a place in great darkness, you stumble around don't even know why you hitting what you're hitting. Time I got up in the middle of the night, didn't turn on a light. Man, I broke that baby toe. Listen, that baby toe don't do much until you break it, but you heard that thing, man. You can't, <laughs> you can't do nothing else. Everything stopped. In a region of great darkness, people don't know what they, they don't know why they stumbling. Let us be known as a place where light comes, spiritual. Some people in the dark, they don't, they know this, they know this is not right, but they don't know why it's wrong, don't know how to get their act together. They don't know, they don't know. They need light. They need light. You can't be mad at them. You can't be mad at them. Listen. Some of them are just walking in the same darkness that they family been in for generations. And just because they hate you don't mean you get the right to hate them. You can't, you can't be mad at people, right? Stay in darkness. Let let us have light that that improves our relationships with people. And listen, Lord Jesus, get us some light that fix our pocketbook. Yeah, I want some economic light too. <laughs> Don't hate on your pastor. I'm, I am a prosperity preacher, just in case you didn't know it. Five keys on the enemy's forces from Ephesians 6 and 12. The enemy's forces are both highly organized and highly specialized. They have name, rank, and serial number. The scripture says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's why you don't hate on people because people are not your problem. People are not your problem. They're just puppets. They just puppets. If you get if you get after the puppet master, the puppets gonna leave you alone. We get all mad at the puppet. And the puppet master just still <laughs> mic. And as soon as one puppet go away, another puppet comes by in their place. You know why? Because the same puppet master is still there, pulling the strings. And then you go from one place to another, and you say, why does this situation seem to follow you? Because it's not you. It's not the people. Because you're not wrestling against flesh and blood. I had to, ask, listen, listen, listen. I had to say, Lord, when I start running into situations and then I go to a different place with a different group of people and the same situation come, then I say, it's not them, Lord. It's something to me. I'm going to get my nickel out of this quarter and then we're going to deal with the rest of that once I get my stuff out of this. I got. Listen, listen, it's not, it. can see, you can see, those people might still be there, but the spirit that spirit go with you trying to find hey, hey, it, that spirit used to run in your life. Not only are there spirits used to running your life, there are spirits that's used to running certain regions. Now we're getting beyond the low level devil. Some of us get. I mean, we get defeated before we get out of bed. And <laughs> the devil doesn't sit there and talk you out of your victory before your feet touch the floor. Before you stuck your big toe in your fuzzy slipper, the devil don't whooped you. But we can. now you're going to have to whoop that devil, get that thing beat, so we can deal with these high-level devils. Now, God is raising us up to do something that affects this whole region. Number two, there are principality or princes. The word indicates that, they, that there are direct reports to Satan that have held these positions of authority since ancient times. And he gives them regional assignments. See, one of the things Dr. Miles Monroe said to me was, he said, ideas never die. He said they submerge to reemerge at a more opportune time. So there are certain things that have went out of vogue that now that we're making America great again are all back in style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Certain ideas just come back. But there are spirits behind those ideas. Right? And those ideas can affect whole regions. There was a certain spiritual darkness that was known for Sodom and Gomorrah. It was known for that. Nazareth and the region around that was known by the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. That book said that 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 place was known to be in great darkness and in the shadow and region of death. So there are spirit forces that have delegated authority to keep an area under satanic control unless someone who understands what their authority is in Christ and a people group rise up to stand in the gap and say not here, no more. And we are that people group for this area. Every believer is, yeah, but not every believer, no. That's why it took me three months to get you to the point where you can have this conversation with me. I couldn't have touched. I could have said the same words, and you might even said amen back in, in, in March, but now you understand some things about your prayer life that's different. Who you are, what authority you have. I told an old saint one time I had had a, you know, a, a spiritual warfare situation. And um, and once I got the victory, I said, I'm going to make the devil pay. Oh, watch it now, watch it, watch it, watch it. You don't want to, you don't want to watch what you say about the devil. He ain't watching what he say about me. He's the accuser of the brethren. He accused me before God day and night. So, 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 I mean, when Goliath said something to David, David turned around and said something to him. Right. You talking to me, I'm talking to you. Right. Yeah, right. You're going to take my head off, I'm going to take your head off. He wasn't no mealy mouth Christian. Some people, we, the, the authority that we have is available to all, but not everybody understands their authority. And if you don't understand it, the devil will take stuff from you. Ever watch them movies and the person is pointing the gun and they're shaking and the guy is trying to talk the gun away from the lady? And she's he's like, stop or I'll shoot. She's like, you don't want to shoot that gun. Give me that. And I'm saying, shoot. See, none of y'all talk to the TV except Pastor David. I'm saying, shoot him. Shoot him dead. Shoot him dead and then say, I shot him. Shoot him first and call somebody after you shot him. Put him down and then let's talk. Now it's funny when we're watching TV, but the devil do that in people's head. They put down, you don't need that spiritual authority stuff. Put that down. Shoot him. Shoot him dead. Shoot him dead and tell God you shot him. all right the second rank number three the second rank spirits are called powers the powers is taken from the Greek word exousia it means delegated authority that means these demons are below the top level and they have authority that's been given to them to to bring darkness in whatever manner they desire number four Paul next mentions the rulers of the darkness of this world it speaks of raw military power put into army formation to bring darkness in a specific time period. Ah, now you know it was a coordinated attack on this region that poisoned all the water. Come on. Not all of that was a mistake. Now, am I saying that somebody purposely did that at the human level? No, but I am saying this purposely happened at a spirit level. I think some people are purposely lying about it, and I think they need to go in the timeout. And when I pray about it, that's what I pray. Yeah, I think some folks need to go in the timeout. even if they live in Atlanta right now in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Number five, the final rank. Paul mentions is spiritual wickedness in high places. It says that Satan positions, evil spirits in places of authority to do very vicious things. Spiritual. I'm going to sign an executive order, spiritual forces in high places to do vicious things. Got that? So Satan's kingdom organized specialized. The devil does not play pickup basketball. You know, everybody just go out there and just start shooting and he, his team has positions with players in it. Cuz we don't wrestle, we are wrestling that's hand to hand. That word wrestling there talks about hand to hand. The closest thing that we could say to the way the Apostle Paul described it then was mixed martial arts, spiritual warfare, mixed martial arts, hand to hand combat to the death, cage matches to the death, because that's what the, that's the term terminology he was using, which was a common way of they had blood sport. At that time, that's how he's describing this. The devil ain't playing with you. He's trying to take your head off. He's trying to destroy your family and he's trying to destroy your community. So we got to understand that our authority is real, but we have to take that authority and exercise it. seven components to the armor of God. First of all, I'm going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm going to be strong. That's the dunamis power of God. Be strong in the Lord. Now remember, if I divorce the Lord, I leave my power with him. But if I stay connected with him, I stay in touch with the power source. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Right? That word their power is might, deals with God's muscular power. Nobody got more muscles than God do, okay? Who has revealed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? So he's talking about his strength and power. All right, so truth, seven components of the arm of God. Truth protects protects my loins or my reproductive spiritual organs, organs. The better I walk in truth, the better I can translate that to future generations. Righteousness, right standing with God and the right standards of God. That keeps my heart right in the right place. Peace, number three, peace with God and the peace of God. Okay? Um, I have peace with God. That's one shoe because I got two shoes to my gospel, gospel of peace, right? One shoe is peace with God. The other shoe is the peace of God in unpeaceful situations. If I have peace with God and then the peace of God, the scripture says the God of peace will bruise Satan under my heel shortly. All right? Faith, faith. Since Satan is attacking our thought flight with words, we must have words of faith that shields us and put out his fires. Five is salvation. Guarding your mind is the truth that you are saved. Because the devil is gonna tell you, I'm gonna kill you. Stop listening to him. If he could kill you, he would already be dead. If he could kill you when you want, when he just wanted to, you'd already been gone. Because he always wants to. Six, the word of God's. Now, this is the specific truth coming from God to be spoken against the enemy in times of battle. Get behind me, Satan, for it is written. So make sure you put some word in so in the battle, word can come out. That's not the time to be cussing and fussing. Finally, number seven is all kinds of prayer all kinds of prayer. All right. So uh, Matthew 6, Matthew chapter 9, verses 36 through 38, some scriptures. Go ahead, Brother Tony, if you can get ready. Brother John and Brother Tony as well. Matthew nine thirty six 36 through 38, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them. Because they were wearied and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Right? So he told us to pray not for the harvest, but pray for the harvesters. God, give us an army of people in destiny generation that can, that can bring the harvest in. First Chronicles 12.22 for at that time, they came to David day by day to help him until it was a great army, like the army of God. That's, that's the prayer your pastor keep praying, day by day. Lord, one day at a time, every day, you're sending me somebody to help. You're sending an army to help us fulfill this assignment. They're coming to help us. Amen? Matthew 12, 25 through 29. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, Lord of the flies, another name for Satan, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house? The spirit of darkness is a strong man. It was a strong man in the region where Jesus was, was where he lived and where he did his ministry. But he said, how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his good unless he first binds the strong man, then he plunders his house? Come on, let's stand. Now, we did this last week, but uh, there was some significant, significant people Um, we wanted to do this again because I wanted to make sure my whole congregation that we have everybody on board with this we are um, doing some actions to bind the Prince of the North the Prince of the South the Prince of the East and the Prince of the West we're gonna we're gonna face a specific direction we're gonna go from north which is In front of me, behind you, south, then we're going to go east and west, all right? And then we're going to pray. You're going to raise your hands. You're going to point and pray. Now, listen, the same thing that we're doing here, you can do at home. You don't like what's going on in your neighborhood? Buy some of that stuff, not just the people. There's spirits behind that. Tell the devil can't, he can't sell drugs on your corner. In Jesus' name. Yeah. There, there is authority that you have, and you want to wage it in the spirit. And then when God begins to tell you to do something, coming out of this, all right, so there's some binding. And then we're going to, after we deal with the person still in our lunch, remember that? Stealing our lunch money. You deal with the thief. Right? Then we're coming back and asking God, now, God, we believe that there are significant people that you you are raising up from all of these directions to come and be a part of this kingdom working assignment. We're asking you to guide them to this place. We're asking you, As we raise up our media ministry to cause our voice to go out to them as we do billboards and do advertisements, we're asking for people to come and see and know. I I think back into 1998 when I started my workplace ministry, I I just put a flyer up on a billboard at work, and one guy said, I looked at that, and I knew I had to come. I just, I knew I had to come. I knew I had to come. His life was completely changed. He's been serving God ever since then. He he was nowhere near that. But we're believing that people are going to have a knowing in their knower that they must come and experience the difference of destiny. Come on, Tony. All right, so we did this last week, and I'm going to just remind you. If you've ever been in a courthouse, a judge wears a robe and he has a gavel. The gavel is just a piece of wood, but it represents his authority. When he smacks that thing on the desk, whatever he says changes what happens in people's lives. It's just a natural act. There's nothing special about that wood. You could go get you one. But your smacking it doesn't mean the same thing when he smacks it. You know, we're coming out of the the season where people go have graduations. And um, you'll put a certain cap and gown on and then there's a string hanging from your head. And when they say you've graduated, they tell you to push it from one side to the other. Now listen, if you, ain't, if you hadn't got your credits, just moving that string from one side to the other ain't gonna make you graduate. Those are Symbolic actions that highlight a spiritual truth. So in the same way, this this represents my authority as your pastor. It also represents regional authority. We believe that we have an assignment to this area. The the scripture tells us when God had sent Gideon, the people that were with him said the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. And so our purpose in this is simply we're doing prophetic acts. And as a part of our prayer, we're pointing in directions. We're speaking. Remember we're getting past the flesh and blood. We're speaking as those who have a seat of authority we're speaking as those who have dominion in the area that God has raised us up because you can't deal with demons and spiritual forces. Like you deal with natural forces. You can't shoot them. You can't stab them. You have to deal with them with the spiritual weapons that we talked about. All right. So what we're going to do, everybody's turning around, everybody turning around face, Face the back of our our congregation. Hands raised up, two hands up. Now say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I bind the Prince of the North that has kept people bound and unable to receive the word and walk in truth in Jesus' name. Okay, come on, turn around with me. hands still up right i bind the prince of the south that has held people and kept them in blindness and darkness and in death and unable to walk in the light of the glorious gospel of jesus christ all right come on we're facing the east Come on, let's say it again i bind the prince of the east that has kept people god's people those god's destined to come into his kingdom in darkness and unable to walk into life of the glorious gospel of jesus christ all right come on one more direction to the west I bind the Prince of the West in the name of Jesus that has kept people in darkness and unable to walk in the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on, turn to the front. Father, come on, say this with me. Father, I am praying that you would guide those people, lead those people that you have to be a part of this house, to be a part of this ministry, to be a part of the revival in Flint and mid-Michigan that you are sending in the earth, that they would come and unite themselves with us and the vision God has given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you believe that that's happening, go ahead and praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we believe you told us what things we desire when we pray. At that moment, believe you receive it. We believe we receive it, Lord. We pray with great boldness. We take our authority. We declare that we are people that pray and intercede, that we stand in faith for our region, for the turnaround. We believe that you have supernatural ministry for us, that we lay hands on the sick and they recover. And if we drink any deadly thing, shall not hurt us. We believe you're recovering our young people from the developmental difficulties associated with lead poisoning. We believe that you're turning around the economics of our region, that our region will be known as a place of unity, not just a place of division and distrust, that our, our region will be known as a place of great light, that your light dawns in a place. We rebuke the spirit of death. We rebuke the spirit of darkness. And we call your light forth through us. We purpose today to walk in the light as you are in the light. We we put off the works of darkness and we take on the armor of light today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Minister Nona, would you come on up? I want you to help me do um, help me to do. Pastor Butler, if you would help me as well. I think I'm gonna let Apostle just do this today. Can you do that, Apostle? Well, let you get your hands and then hallelujah. They're coming for you right now.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Uh, I want somebody to get um, for me Matthew the twenty-six, twenty-six, And read it for me, please. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a very sacred moment. Whatever we need, God got it in the name of Jesus. And it's at the table of blessings. Glory to God. Matthew 26 and 26, please. We'll take it from there today. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread. He took bread. And blessed it. He took bread. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. All right. We're having the situation here. But it's going to be all right. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And brought it. That, me, remember he took bread and he blessed it gonna bless it. Hallelujah. Bread represent his body. Glory to God. He gave his body away. Hallelujah. He was beat up for us. Glory to God and we wanna thank him. Father God, we thank you right now. We thank you for your body, Lord God. Your word, we eat off of it. Hallelujah. It blesses us, Father God. In everything that's in us, we remember our covenant, Father God, and what you have done, done in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, have a covenant. Hallelujah. Broke it and gave to the disciples and said, uh-huh. "Take eat, uh-huh. this is my body." Yes. And yeah. he took the cup took the and cup. gave thanks. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for the blood. The enemy knows the power of the blood. And Father God, it is our covenant. We have the authority. He cannot cross the blood line. In the name of Jesus. And we give you the glory. We give you the praise. And we give you the honor. Finish reading. And gave it to them saying, Mm -hmm. drink ye all of it. For this is the blood of the New Testament. Which is shed for the many for the remission of sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that all of our sins are washed away in the blood of Jesus. Whatever is hindering us today at the table of blessings, we release it and we leave with a clean slate hallelujah never to remember it again and we thank you lord in jesus name now the ushers will lead you around hallelujah thank you jesus glory thank you, come from that hallelujah. glory glory glory, glory. Hallelujah. Whatever else, glory to God. We're not just taking some bread and water. Glory to God. We're eating him.